You're listening to Behind the Mic on the Funnel Radio channel. Listen as Paul Roberts, Susan Finch, and Jim Obermeyer talk B2B podcasting tips for companies, speakers, authors, marketing teams, and the C-suite. Susan Finch here, your host today for Behind the Mic. And as always, I am excited. I know you get tired of hearing me saying that, but how can I not be? Because I have Dave here from Podchaser. Woo! Hello. Hi, Dave. I love Podchaser. Awesome. I love it too. Thanks for having me. (laughs) You're welcome. When I first ran across you, or I should say Podchaser, uh, oh my goodness, what a wonderful community you are building so many people have, you know, upload your podcast. Tell us about your podcast. Here's a feed. You took it to a whole new level back in what, 2016? I think it's been four years now. Yeah, we started back in actually 2017. So okay. we're a few years into this. But you allow the people behind the scenes to be known as creators. And you can have them talk about all the shows they've been on, that they've helped with, that they've produced, that they've hosted. It builds these profiles for everybody. And I have gotten to know some hosts and guests, been able to listen to them ahead of time before I invite them on to make sure that they're pretty good. And I love the community that you're building. Tell me a little bit about what is the overall goal of Podchaser right now? Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned creators and how we want to give credit back to everybody who makes podcasts, everyone who's a host of a podcast, who's a guest on a podcast, who's an editor on a podcast. And so that's kind of something that we set out to do for a long time now, which is to track who's on podcasts, right? So you can go on and you can follow people who you know about, discover people who you don't know about, and see kind of what they're doing in the podcast space at large. What Podchaser is from a holistic point of view is kind of like an IMDB for podcasting. So we allow users to come on and leave ratings and reviews for podcasts and episodes. We serve that up into a kind of activity feed where you can see what's going on, what your friends are listening to, what they're rating, as well as like what's popular on the site. And then we also have a bunch of kind of crowdsourcing tools around there, things like creating your own playlist that you can share with other people, adding metadata to podcasts so you can go tag different series and episodes with everything. And then it's all kind of built around this follow system to where, you know, if you're a guest on another show, if people who follow me, they check out this podcast, they're going to get a notification that says, hey, Dave was on this podcast and they'll be able to discover a new episode that they haven't heard before. So it's really what we're trying to do at the heart of it is to power discovery, which is really important, I think, in the industry right now. We have kind of this issue where there are close to 2 million podcasts out there and people aren't really sure what to listen to. And then they have to kind of go and dig through, again, 2 million podcasts to actually find something they want to listen to. So we're trying to minimize that, trying to bring up, kind of organize the data that goes into podcasting so that it's easier for you to discover your next favorite podcast. Well, I get hit all the time because I'm a producer. I get hit with so many emails from all the venues. Here's our top list for you know health and wellness. And here's this and here's that. And you know how it is. It's like the Oscars. It's kind of pay to play. <laughs> so Kind of, yeah. 
It is. And what I do like, though, especially with you guys and with Podbean too, but especially with you guys, I have registered all of our podcast hosts in here as creators, their team members, as whatever their role is, and out of their podcast. And then as we go along, when they say, oh, I want to get involved in that, then they take over their creator profile, which gives us somebody new to engage with. So it's not just me talking at myself. And all of our shows, we crisscross. We have them all supporting each other. We have them all rating each other. We encourage them to make lists. And one of the cool things we covered in last time, you and I were supposed to visit, you remember this from listening to that replay, I know, is your lists get indexed in Google. And that is not true of most of the other venues because they are so app-centric. Yours is web-centric. And Absolutely. so they get indexed really well. And that's a wonderful thing to take advantage of. Yeah. I think you kind of hit on a little bit of the secret weapon that is Podchaser for podcasters. So I mentioned that kind of discovery is a little bit messy for podcasts right now. We're a discovery platform. We're trying to solve that. But in December of 2020, the primary way that people discover podcasts is to type into the Google search bar, best business podcasts or best fitness podcasts. Yes. And usually what comes up are articles that somebody wrote because they had to hit a certain keyword mark. And the way they wrote that was to Google search, you know, what are the best business podcasts? And they copy that list, but they make it on their own platform. So that's a huge driver for organic discovery for a lot of podcasts out there. What Podchaser allows you to do with our list feature is to go create your own list. Right. And because we're a website, not an app, like you mentioned, Google loves us and they love our list. So if you go make a playlist on Podchaser, that is something like the 10 best business podcast of 2021. Put yours number one, put nine others in there that are really good. And that serves you because you're getting a lot of traffic then when that gets picked up in Google and by our users. You're serving our users in general and potential listeners because you put nine others in there and you put yours in there as well. That's a great list that's going to help people discover new podcasts. And so this is a way to kind of jump the line from those pay to play places like you're talking about or from just the massive amount of outreach that you need to do to get onto blogs and articles and get onto lists on certain publications. So it saves you a lot of time and allows you to kind of jump the line in that sense. I'm enjoying that. We will be utilizing that more. That's part of our strategies for 2021. And we're putting those pieces in place to make sure we can take advantage of that for each of our hosts, because we have such variety. We have B2B. We have one podcast that deals primarily with trauma and healing education, drug testing, you know, we have such real estate, yeah. we have such variety that I can't wait to put that into action for them to give them more exposure. That's also something that we're solving over here at Podchaser, which is to really solve the discovery problem. You have to catalog podcasts. You have to put them into groups. You have to put them into lists. If you look at like an Apple podcast, there is no trauma category on Podchaser. We allow you to do that. And that's because that's how people actually look for podcasts. They don't necessarily start at the very top and then, you know, click down onto categories. What they do is they search for a specific term that they're interested in. And so with our tag features, with our custom category features, we really, and our list features, we really try to allow people to really say what their podcast is, right? And say, this is what we're about. And there are people who want to listen to your podcast. 
There are people who want to discover your podcast. So we just need to make it easier by documenting, you know, what this podcast is about with a little bit more granularity. And that's the other key too, is if you are a host, folks, be sure to add your guests, especially when you have regular guests and add your hosts in here. Don't just get your podcast up here. You have to do more than that. And you're missing out on most of the benefits of Podchaser because it's so easy. You submit your feed to all the other venues and you're done. Well done. There's there's nothing else to do. You can do playlists. And I have done playlists on Spotify, on Apple. We make playlists there too. The cool thing about that for all of you guys is we can make custom covers. We can brand it. Don't miss those opportunities. We've talked about that before, but Podchaser, you guys are doing it as a community and you are encouraging or at least giving us the opportunity if we can think outside our usual box, think of it almost like a social venue mm-hmm. for podcasters, right? Absolutely. With Podchaser, community is a huge part of what we do. We have a ton of tight-knit podcasters on there who not only are able to work together, but they work with their listeners and they're able to do things like share our reviews on social media and do shout outs to them. Similarly, I think something that you're hitting upon is the importance of community with podcasting in general. And one of the things that we do kind of opposite of maybe an Apple podcast is we make our ratings and reviews actually do work. So they affect our charts, they get shown to other users, all of that. We are a large site and we're growing really fast and this is our best month ever and we're growing you know, even faster than ever. But we're also not Spotify. We're a platform that you can come on and if you get your friends around you, if you tap into your personal networks, your professional networks and get them to come leave ratings and reviews on our site, you're going to bump up those charts. You're going to get shown to more people and then through our network effects and our social effects, kind of start to build that community where people can like your reviews. You as the podcaster, if you've claimed your podcast, can reply to reviews and hit that touch tone there. And then you can create lists together. We have several communities of podcasters who make lists and they share lists and they're able to get the word out about all of their podcasts at once in one easy shareability. Community is your spark of growth and your spark of momentum that can really be tapped into as a podcaster. Well, in the last half of this session with you, I want to cover two things. We're going to cover Podchaser Pro after I want to address bad actors and black hat techniques because everything free gets ruined. (laughs) It does. It gets ruined. I mean, I just look at bots that ruin flash sales and different things too, from real humans that are willing to get up at three in the morning and click, 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 and they miss out. So the same thing with your ratings and things, what's in place to prevent the spam bots, the unscrupulous people that you can hire somebody, I'm going to hire you, you be 15 people on there and you go rate all these things. Is there anything in place for that? So the credibility of what we are seeing on Podchaser, we know is pretty close to being sincere and real. Definitely. So we take this very seriously. If you're a podcaster and you've been a podcaster for any amount of time, you've probably gotten some kind of direct message on Twitter or LinkedIn from somebody from a different land saying, hey, I'm going to promote your podcast and I'm going to get you up the charts on Apple Podcasts or I'm going to get you, you know, a hundred reviews and stuff like that. So there are bad actors in podcasting. And I think one of the reasons some other platforms that have had ratings and reviews in the past relegated their ratings and reviews to not affecting anything. So like an Apple podcast, it doesn't move you up the charts at all. One of the reasons is because it's been so easily gamed. 
They don't have the moderation in place necessarily, not to talk bad about them. I'm sure they have a lot, but when we've made it such a core of what we do, what we've done is we put measures in place to catch things like rating brigades. So if people come on and create a bunch of accounts and start rating stuff, we can track for things like IP address. We can also track for similarities of reviews and we have personal algorithms, which is like our secret sauce of what actually you know constitutes a spammer in a sense. But we also track all kinds of other ways that people do that. So being an open website that anyone can come on and listen to a podcast even, there are constantly places out there who try to use Podchaser to inflate their own listens, right? They send a bunch of bots to hit the play button. And so it's kind of like squashing all of those. We have a bunch of moderation and kind of flags that go up when something like that happens. And they surprise us every now and then. But we have a team that kind of quickly goes, hey, bad actor, erase this, erase all of their old data, ban them, and we kind of close the door behind us in a sense. But yeah, I think you bring up a great point that it doesn't pay to like try to game the system. Um, you know, you can go hire somebody to give you a bunch of ratings and reviews. We're going to delete your account. It's actually going to hurt you in the end. Really, that's just kind of like you're much better off using your own networks of people, your own friends to really kind of give you that boost and then relying on our platform to then show that to other people. And that's how you can spread the word. Another way to spread the word that I know what we do at Funnel Media Group we like to crisscross and make sure that the guests know what we've done for them. So not just our hosts, but whoever was on their show, here's a little package. Here's all the places where you can find your episode and all the things you can listen to. To go that extra step to me, if I'm a podcast host, I'm probably going to do well to add my guest as a creator. Absolutely. I send them there and they're going to hear their episode. They're going to rate it and they're going to say, yay, I sounded so great. Exactly. And that's what we're trying to do. We have... As you found, creator profiles on Podchaser track what you've been on, mm -hmm. right? So they're in a sense, they're an audio resume. And you can use that to become a guest on another podcast and say, hey, look, these are the shows that I've done. You can listen to them with one click, all of that. But kind of the core of the creator profile is and attaching it to you know specific episodes is a way to solidify that relationship in a sense. So anyone who's had guests on shows has hopefully been creating packages. And a big reason that people have guests on shows is for promotion, right? Mm -hmm. They ask for a tweet or they ask for a post or maybe even a newsletter shout out. And 72 hours after that, it's kind of dead, right? So what we're trying to do is elongate that so that if you have somebody like a Conan O'Brien on a podcast then people who go and search for that person later on can see it. They'll go and search for Conan and they'll see that he was on your podcast as a guest and they'll hit play. They didn't know about you before necessarily, but now they know to click on you and they discover your podcast in a sense. And then, as you said, being able to hand that off to somebody really is kind of like a good parting gift of like, hey, this wasn't just a podcast. This is something like you are a part of, we created great content together. Here's something you can use and they'll share that with other people and they'll share that in the next podcast they're on and yours is listed right beneath that. So it is something where we try to elongate the influence of a guest. When you just added to my to-do list that I have then for January for my team, it's going back through the shows, finding the guests and making sure they are up there. Mm -hmm. 
because then we can send them out a link that we've created for them and say, oh, just so you know, you were on last year and it opens up conversations again and gets more traffic back to your show too. Yeah. One of the things we haven't, I don't know if we've mentioned it, but Podchaser is crowdsourced too. So anybody can come on and add credits, right? Right. So you can add credits to anyone's podcast. If you go on and you look at their old episodes, you can say, hey, this person was a guest on that podcast. And what that does, again, to kind of go against the bad actors, goes into our moderation process. And we have a bunch of technical and human kind of steps they have to get through in order for it to be approved. But yeah, if you go on, you can add guests to old episodes. If you're a creator, you can go add your appearances on everything you've been on and really build up that audio resume, which again, just widens that organic reach net for everybody. I think I have a project for my daughter. (laughs) It's a good one. It's a good one. And she can do that. And that'd be a a great one. College students need jobs. Absolutely. That's a, I like that. That's a great one. I'll make a note of that one. (laughs) As we're getting closer, we have some minutes left. So I want to make sure we have time for something you've just launched recently. And that's Podchaser Pro. Yep. Podchaser Pro is kind of our B2B product. So I mentioned Podchaser as itself is really solving discoverability and using data to do that. So Podchaser Pro takes that data and kind of adds a little bit more nuance to it. And we can help solve discoverability for brands who want to get involved in podcasts. So when you look at a Podchaser Pro page, we're able to tell you the reach of a podcast, break down their demographics, provide contact information, and more. What that does is allow people to find podcasts, to vet them, make sure they're the right for their campaign or their guest appearance, or even if they're looking to you know, purchase ads on a podcast or add a podcast to their network. So they're able to vet it. And then with the contact information, we make it really easy to get in touch with somebody. And we're adding all kinds of cool new features all the time. We're adding, you know, charts data from other platforms in there. We're adding different demographics breakdown. And it really is just kind of a superpower if you are on the B2B route. One of the questions I get asked quite a bit is, do you have stats from all the venues? And they don't all give them to you. And like Podbean gives some. So with Podchaser Pro, first, is there a cost? There is. It starts around 2500 per annual contract. And with that, that's, I have to look and see what all the goodies are because I'll probably have to do that. I want to talk about the stats that would be available because the stats that people don't realize that are super available. It's one thing for people to click and start it, but how long do they listen? Which episodes are they listening to all the way? Mm -hmm. And which apps are pulling it in the most? Yeah. So one of the unique things about what we do. So I mentioned we have reach numbers and one of the ways we do that is we track around 10 million listens out there and we're able to extrapolate that out. And we have a really, really tiny margin of error on that, but it is an estimate. And one of the things that's kind of different about what we do is we don't just track downloads, but we track listens. So we track when they've reached around like the 90% mark, I believe it is. So our numbers are a little bit different than maybe like a hosting provider who looks at downloads and stuff like that. We are looking to make some contacts here in 2021 that can potentially do things like show you exactly how long somebody has listened on a podcast. I know right now you can look at that through Spotify. Obviously that's only Spotify listens, but you can also look at that on Apple podcast listens as well. 
You can, but that's what I'm wondering. Are you going to be gathering all those up for us? So it isn't just if they're listening on Podchaser, but we all need this hub because <laughs> we're back and forth. And think about it. If you have somebody like me create this for you, unless you want to be as involved as, okay, I need to go create a personality for you on each of these venues rather than, mm-hmm. hey, Apple, I'm adding one more podcast to my corral. You know that double opt-in, double verification. Here's it on your phone. What's the code? <laughs> Do it now. It will expired. Do it again. It's yep. a pain. And none of these hosts, for the most part, it's like, I can't spend that much time doing it. I said, do it all. Just do it for me. Well, yeah. if they stop using me and they want that data, they don't get to have it because it's under mine. It's there. And so yep. it's that trade-off. So to be able to give them a hub, and that's fine under the pro account is where it should be, but to be able to give that hub. And so I could say, hey, you know, Matt Hines, this is how many listens you had from all these venues and how long they listened. Podchaser gathered it all up for us. Here's the data. Is that going to be possible? I think it's something we're definitely looking at for 2021. I'm a podcaster. I've been a podcaster. I've worked in a bunch of different hosting platforms with my podcast and analytics isn't great, right? Like you said, it's splintered. You have it coming in from different sources and, you know, I have to go look in Spotify's portal or Apple's portal. So we are looking to potentially take on analytics and figure out a way to make that better. You know, I don't have any definite plans that I can share right now. But I do think there's a lot that can be done with aggregating analytics and also parsing analytics to pull out the most interesting things to see if an episode is trending at your normal rate or if it's above average, below average, when people listen. Like there's a ton of different parameters that we can do that as a podcaster, I had in my own spreadsheet that I think is ripe for it. Whether or not Podchaser does that specifically, I don't know, but it's definitely something that's on our radar. I'm glad just because you get such limited data and I can go into every single one of them and look at the data for each one and do reporting for the month, but they don't all provide it. And so you don't have this overall you know, summary of what's effective, which, where should I put the effort? If I have some advertising dollars, where am I going to put it? Am I going to push it over on Apple, on Spotify, on iHeart? Where do I want to do that? Because mm-hmm. you want to be where your listeners are. Absolutely. So yeah, that's what podcasting is. It's audio and distribution. You want to make exactly. great content and put it out everywhere. Well, I want to make sure that we have time. Where can people find you and what do you want them to do? Yeah, you can find Podchaser at podchaser.com. Go follow us on all of the social medias at, at Podchaser. And yeah, if you've got a podcast, if you're looking to get into podcasting, check us out. If you've got a podcast, go to podchaser.com slash claim. And that will unlock a bunch of the features that we talked about, like custom categories and replies to reviews and all of that stuff. But yeah, go on there, follow us, check it out, tell your friends, tell tell your family, tell everybody about Podchaser. I'm so glad you came on. You're going to have to come on again because I would like to dive into some more of these subtopics a little bit more. And we can get that out there. And you and I are going to be talking about Podchaser Pro for 2021. Awesome. Thank you. This has been great. I really enjoyed it. I'm really glad that you came on and that we've had a chance to visit because I expect a long relationship with you guys. Yes, definitely. All right. This has been Susan Finch with Funnel Media Group and Behind the Mic. Thanks so much. Be sure to find us at funnelradio.com. You can also write to me, Susan at funnelradio.com, just because it's shorter to say than funnelmediagroupllc.com. And we will look forward to talking to you soon. Go find us everywhere. If you've been a guest, let me know. I want to make sure I get you registered on Podchaser. 
You've been listening to Behind the Mic on the Funnel Radio Channel. Never miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe at FunnelRadioChannel.com or in your favorite podcast app. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Blueberry, TuneIn, and more.